in those first four years without realizing it, we were dating because most of you already know we never actually hated dating. In marriages, there's different phases and different seasons. Mm -hmm. And we're now in a season where it's just like, we have to intentionally pay more attention to each other and each other's needs. You just weren't emotionally available for me. And I guess I wasn't emotionally available for you either. I'm a lot happier now. And I know you're a lot happier mm -hmm. now. She it said, wasn't. I know you a lot happier now because <laughs> I be throwing that thing now. Oh, no. <laughs> Me and Nikki do an event, live podcast. So we did the first episode February 3rd. Everything was going good. And then my body like crashed. So at the end of the night, we had our pastors come on mm -hmm. and they did a segment. In the middle of that segment, my throat started to close up. And like... I almost had another panic attack. So I'm sitting up there and I see Dean do grabbing his throat. What's happening? He's like, it's closing. It's getting tight. So I'm like, do you want to end the show right now? I cannot continue to treat myself the way how I've been treating myself. What's going on, world? You already know what time it is. It's your girl, Nikki. Your boy, D, man. You are officially tuned in to the Black King, Black Queen podcast show where we highlight black love, black power, black unity, black excellence, black everything, man. You already know what time it is. Now, let's get into this episode. You feel me, baby girl, baby girl. How you feeling, though? How you feel? <laughs> I am feeling super tired. It has mm -hmm. been the longest day of my life. Yep. The baby was up at three this morning Jeez. playing, having a grand old circus time. I saw a 333 on my phone and I kindly dropped Osis in her crib and said, you're about <laughs> to deal with this on your own because I got to get up in less than two hours. And so I've been tired all day, left work early, and now we're here recording a right. podcast. Uh, man, I'm telling you, last night was crazy. Um, I had to apologize to my baby girl because last night she woke up and she was just on a billion and like I had just fallen asleep maybe like an hour and a half, maybe two hours. It was like 1.30, no, 3.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I woke up like, shut up. I was just like, oh my God. Like, why in the world did I do that? And it's crazy because, um, so Nikki and I recently just started this whole like private journal thingy. That's what you're talking about? Like the private journal, so we call it? I, we haven't really given a name to so it. So tell them what it's about. So essentially, I'm a journaler. I love journaling. So... Um, it was something I used to do with my sister back in the day. We would, you know, you know, when you're like a teen and like a young adult, you don't really want to talk about things, but you kind of want to talk about things. So we started this thing where we write in a journal and we never talk about those things in person. You only have those conversations within the book. And so Dean and I started doing the journal a couple of days ago. And so we have this infamous journal. Right. We tell like each it, other things and. Yeah, it's crazy because, you know, we are not supposed to talk about it, but I feel like this is worth talking about. Right? <laughs> so, you know, I get to the journal this morning and she's like, you know, I felt pretty uh, sad about how you handled baby girl last night. And I was like, you know what? Like, that was terrible. Like, it immediately, as soon as I did it, I knew I was wrong. I was just so tired. You know, like when you have no sleep. <laughs> so, like, you just hear this. Like, Shut nah, she was doing a and crazy I was just like, cry. Oh, my God. Like. I'm her dad, man. Like she's supposed to come to me for comfort. She's not supposed to feel like that with me. She's not supposed to, you know, hear a man yell like that. And I was defeated. I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. And then on top of that, I read the journal, and that's one of the things she has in the journal. I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's crazy. But um, yeah, that's something new that we're starting. Um, we're super duper tired. And speaking of being tired, um, I do an event. Me and Nikki do an event. Uh podcast a live podcast we had planned to do it every single month right mm -hmm. so we did the first episode february 3rd and um everything was going good felt good 
and then my body like crashed so what people don't know is leading up to the event there's something about three weeks in us when it comes to planning events mm-hmm. so we get an idea and for some reason we don't execute until three weeks before the event date like it's supposed to happen we did the same thing for that live podcast and um Man, I felt every bit of it. So normally I'm able to just, you know, go on a billion. Mm-hmm. But this time my body was just like not having it. <laughs> I don't know why. In regards to just how it felt, how I felt um, holistically, I was defeated before I even stepped foot into the venue. And then um, knowing there was so much pressure on me to get production done, mm-hmm. record the artists. Uh, we had to do all the stuff with the with the panelists and all the stuff, all the promotions, the flyers, the this, the that. It was just like, man, the day of, like, us not having uh, sofas for the ch- for the for the stage, I had to figure out what's going on with all of that. Going back and forth, we're just like, what in the world it's is going on, right? So what actually happened was we got through the first segment of the live podcast. So we had, like, um four other married couples. Right. And it was, it was a beautiful conversation. Then we had live performances. Everything was good. Then to end the night, we had our pastors come on mm-hmm. and they did a segment. In the middle of that segment, my throat started to close up. And like, I almost had another panic attack. Like, Nikki, how did you feel? <laughs> so I'm sitting up there and I see Dean dude grabbing his throat. So I'm like... <laughs> what and the cameras are on us we're on the platform everybody's looking at us our pastors are speaking and i see this man holding his throat so i'm trying to ask him like what's happening he's like it's closing it's getting tight so i'm like do you want to end the show right now like what what should we do like so he's like like and i'm like freaking out on the inside because i'm like something always has to happen when we're doing something i don't know why but i always find that every time we try to do an event or like mm-hmm. do something good something always comes and attacks us so you ended up texting your sister i think mm-hmm. on my phone to bring you water was mm-hmm. it yeah and a halls and you ended up feeling better but in that moment i was terrified because i was like not again like what is happening i thought we escaped it this time right. she says not again because a couple of years ago, right before the pandemic. So this is like February 2020, right before everything shut down. Like So it's like the ending of February. Uh, we had this massive all-Canadian concert. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were going, I was playing for several artists. For those that don't know, your boy plays keys a little bit, all that good stuff. <laughs> but I was playing for um, all, the, all the artists on the show. And towards the ending of the show, the same thing happened when my throat began to close up. I couldn't breathe. And what happened, I got rushed to the hospital. So I got carried out of there on, stretch, on a stretcher and all that good stuff. And I was just like, you know what? In the midst of all of that, I was like, how did this happen? I didn't know how it happened. But fast forward back to our live, past, uh, our live podcast event. I was like, you know what? I'm not leaving here the same way I left mm-hmm. last time. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you know what? God, you're just going to have to get me. I hear we prayed over myself. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, my sister said she was in the back praying mm-hmm. and all that. So Nikki was worried out of her mind. And yo, I drank the water and I was like, you know what? I'm finishing this show. Right. But immediately after the show was done, my body was finished, man. Like I was done for the next five days, like throwing up. Like it was coming out the front end, the back end, <laughs> like every end, man. Like my body was just defeated. And I was supposed to do one the following month. I had to cancel it. I just couldn't do it. Like I just couldn't will myself and get myself mentally prepared for, you know, the amount of energy I would have to put in to right. make episode two happen. And that was alarming, man. Cause I was just like, 
I cannot like continue to treat myself the way how I've been treating myself. A lot of times we we go go hard and we think, yeah, man, I'm grinding for the family. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But if in all of that you lose yourself or lose your life because you weren't taking care of you, then it would have all been done in vain. Right. I feel like I've been doing a lot of things in vain because I've been trying to go hard for a business plan, but I completely say screw me in regards to my health journey, like my body, my sleeping patterns, everything is just so bad because I'm out here chasing something, not realizing that if I don't take care of me and if I'm not the best version of myself, I'm good to nobody else. Right, right, right. right? So I had to make the hard decision to cancel the event. And I won't even lie to you guys right now. I don't even... I still don't feel like doing it. I, I don't know why. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's weird. I know I want to do it, but my body is still recovering because I haven't taken any better actions. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I think we got to hold ourselves more accountable. Um, reading this book called Atomic Habits and it is slapping me upside down right now. Like it's speaking to me and it's like, yeah, I know for sure there's a lot more that we have to do. I know you have goals or fitness and all that stuff. We've always had fitness goals, but that's something that we've never executed on. Like, why? Why can't we do it? <laughs> well, first, I just want to commend you on listening to your body, though, because that is something that is not like you mm-hmm. to do. Um, like you mentioned, you always just kind of push. You're always kind of going mm-hmm. and just like trying to reach for other, you know, steps or whatever. But the fact that you actually swallowed a pill and was like i'm gonna have to postpone this event i'm gonna have to stop and i'm gonna have to listen to my body that for me seeing you do that is pretty huge and so i'm proud of you for that Mm -hmm. but you are right we do have goals all the time and we just never execute them why i don't know because we have a bad habit of not executing them Mm -hmm. so we gotta hold ourselves accountable Mm -hmm. what are we gonna do summer's (laughs) coming up your birthday's next month that's out the window That's out okay. the window. Well, <laughs> mine's the following month. <laughs> There's hope. Like, you know, what we can do is implement baby steps like, and, and, and try to remain consistent. So what happens with me is I'll go to the gym. I'll go in there the first day and That's I'll hit you. everything heavy. And then I'm completely done for the next week. And because I only went in one time, I didn't go enough time to build a habit. So the habit just stops. It starts and ends on that one day. That's literally (laughs) exactly what happens every single time. He is sore for three days. And by the time those three days happen, we're done with the gym. We did, you know, we did as best as we could. Right. So So what is is something that we can do, honestly, like? I think the best thing that works for us is writing things down Mm -hmm. and following those things. I know lists work really well for you and calendars work really well for me. So maybe if we write down whatever it is you got to do on a list, Mm -hmm. do that, you follow it and I'll write on a calendar. Once I see it, I'll I'll do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it's it's getting to the pen to the paper and getting those things down. No, man. I believe that that's something that actually works for me. But the thing is, the thing I hate is, we know this stuff works mm-hmm. and we can articulate that this stuff works, mm-hmm. but we still don't do the thing that we know we need to do. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why, man? So it's it's literally about, you know what? I am getting this thing done today and we literally just have to do it. A lot of times in life, people say, yo, just start. That's something that we just have to start. And well, for us, it's more than starting. I've, I've started mm-hmm. the gym maybe 20 times in my life. 
and I failed all 20 times. Like, You've had my, a membership uh, since the day I met you. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> Buddy, I went as far as getting a personal trainer, all mm-hmm. that good stuff. But the thing I realized is, yo, you can get a personal trainer. You could get this. You could get that. All the good stuff. Do all the research. If you're not mentally prepared to actually do it and have a big enough reason why you want to do it, eventually you'll fall off. Like if, 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 it, if, it, if it's not a big enough why and why you're doing it, if there's not a big enough why and why you're doing it, at some point in time, you're going to be like, yeah, who cares? Because if you're all right being the way you are mm-hmm. or the weight you are, going to the gym three, four times, you're not going to receive, you're not going to see the result after that week. You're just going to be like, man, forget it, man. I don't care. I'm good with how I am. Yeah. I'm married. My wife yeah. fly, uh, uh, all yeah. that stuff. But then there comes a point in time you look in the mirror like, oh my God, man. You know what <laughs> happens? It'll be like four or five months down the road, you're like, you look in the mirror, you put on a shirt one day, it's like, Oh, snap. But if I had been consistent mm-hmm. from four or five months ago, you know what I would have been right now? Yep. Like, you know where I would have been? Like, so that's what happens to me all the time. Got to stop that from happening, man. So we just got to create realistic goals and achieve those realistic goals day by day. And then eventually over time, you'll be able to up those goals and you know, we would have built a habit by that time. So then it becomes who we are and not what we're trying to do. Yeah. And I think also too, with having the kids and just like figuring out the balance of like mm-hmm. how to, where are they going to be when we're at the gym or are we just not going to go to the gym together? Or like, are you going to go in the morning and I go in the evening? Like just navigating through all of those processes so that when the day actually comes, we're not like, forget it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, funny. it's just not going to work. It's what it is. <laughs> I'm dying. Like two weeks ago, I think. I told Nikki, I'm like, yo, I know what I'm going to do, man. <laughs> like, I, I figured it out. I got to get up early and I'm going to go to the gym early. Nikki looked at me. She's like, okay. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Immediately. She said, where? <laughs> like, gym where? Like morning? Before Boy, six. <laughs> she said, I you know what's funny. I said it and yeah, that was the last time I thought about that. So it's like yeah, something, something, something has to give, man. Jesus. <laughs> like something has got to give. And the kids being uh, the kids being the kids is not an like excuse. I think if you really want it bad enough, oh yeah. At some point in time, you'll just make it happen, man. So I just actually gotta want it bad enough, mm-hmm. like. You deserve to have a husband with a six pack, all that good stuff, man. But you, know, you got a husband with a one pack. You've been holding down a husband <laughs> with a one pack for a minute. Like, trust me, I got a lot of flies that won't sit them on here. Like, but I you think you this. deserve that six pack, <laughs> hubby, bro. Like, well, honestly, um, yeah, that's that's one thing. And then another thing I want to talk about is just where we're at, like right now. So we're talking about you know being physically healthy, but um. We're on track to being emotionally healthier than we've been. Um, something that we found out recently the last couple weeks or days is that first four years of our marriage has been like <laughs> a dating phase. Like, we thought we were married, married. Like we thought, we, oh man, oh, this my boo thing. Oh my God. But it's been like a, yeah, we've been, we've been dating. And um, I guess we didn't really understand the true meaning of marriage i don't know if i could go that far but in marriages there's different phases and different seasons Mm -hmm. and we're now in a season where it's just like we have to intentionally pay more attention to each other and each other's needs and how has that been yeah i think you said it right 
in those first four years without realizing it, we were dating because most of you already know we never actually dated dated. And so when we got married, that was like the first time of us actually having a real relationship together mm-hmm. with actual like, what do you call it? With actual like entitlement in there. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, going through, I thought I was doing everything right. I thought he was doing everything right. But then over time, we started to have these feelings where it was like, you just weren't emotionally available for me. And I guess I wasn't emotionally available for you either. Um, but we had conversations and we thought we fixed it, but we kind of just pushed on and went on. And it's not like we weren't happy. It's just like we weren't happy without, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so being able to have had our recent conversations and going through the motion, it helped a lot. I'm a lot happier now. And I know you're a lot happier mm-hmm. now. Um, I think she it said, wasn't. I know you will love you because I'll be throwing that thing down. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think everything that we went through is very necessary um, in terms of building us for a time right now. And I feel great. Right. I, I mean, feel- yeah, guys, that was a cute version of the story. So I'll get down to the like, you know me. Huh? We're, we're about the, the good, the bad and the ugly. So we had a huge fight, man. Like We had a big fight the other night, a couple weeks ago. And I'm telling you, that fight took us into like six o'clock in the morning. Basically, Literally. you had to go to work and you didn't get no sleep that night. I was, get up at six thirty, y'all. Was it a little bit selfish? Maybe a little bit selfish there, but we had to. The thing about us is we'll be fighting, but deep down in our hearts, both of us don't want to go to bed like that. And so we fought until we made it right, and it was so crazy. But um, we just felt like there was a shift. There's been a shift in our marriage because at the end of the day. We started this marriage and everything was good. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're best friends for years, all that stuff. We've had like highs together, but it wasn't like no, no serious lows. Mm-hmm. We just got out of a season, not even got out. We're still in the season in where we took our biggest loss together. I'm talking about like things that will break up a marriage. <laughs> like it didn't break up, break us up. Like, mm-hmm. but things that could break up a mar- break up a marriage happened to us and then some. And um, we never had any outlets. So we were each other's outlets. And that could be a good thing, but it could also be a bad thing. Right. Right. So um, for us, we didn't even know that it wasn't the greatest thing ever. And um, how we communicated with each other, like, started to, we started to see, uh, okay, this might not be the best way for us to communicate with each other. And um, our needs weren't being met. Uh, I got out of that situation and my immediate response was, all right, yo, I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure we get back like mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to grind, 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 grand, grand, do what I got to do. I'm going to be out here. Watch your family. We're going to be good. Like yo, everybody's going to be good. Wifey's going to look at me like, yo, this man, yo, did all of this, got us back, all that stuff. But in all actuality, what it was actually doing was bringing me further away from how you want to be loved and, and, the, and the quality time that you require from me. And it shifted my focus from, all right, being your husband to, all right, let me just be a provider. Let me just be a man that just gets something or figure something out. And if I couldn't figure it out, I didn't avail myself to you as the husband that you needed. I was more focused on how am I going to get us out of this financial right. rut that we're in. Um, and I didn't see you in those moments because I was so focused on rebuilding everything that we had lost. And that's what's different. That's what was different because in our whole like upbringing and friendship to engagement to marriage it was always legit 
just us. Mm-hmm. Like it was always us. I was always available emotionally, like, you know, mentally. Mm-hmm. I was just, just there. And that went away on my end. And I had to apologize to her. And she even talked about it with me two nights ago. And I, I, I processed it. I was just like, you know what? There has to be a healthy balance. Although things are lost and, and we're going, we're going hard. I'm going hard, super hard, trying to you know, make sure everything is good. There has to be a healthy balance between, all right, my responsibility as a provider and my responsibility as your husband. And that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm working on. When everything is nice and good and everything is going great, it's easy to be that because right, there's right. no worries. But when things go down, that's when I was just like, oh my God, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is real. What am I going to do? Like, how am I going to please my wife by being the husband I should be, but then still go out here and try to build back everything that was torn down. Yeah. And And so it's kind of almost like overcompensating and then it also undercompensating in another area. So it's like, we're giving, 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 and he's giving, giving, giving his all to the work and to make sure our family's on top, which I commend and I I understand it. And I want him to do that, but also on the same back end, I'm just kind of like, yeah, but I want you too. And in order for for us to be great and for me to be there for you, I need you to also open and give me that space to be there for you and you be there for me. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like we're going around this circle looking at each other like, well, you're not doing for me what I want. And well, you're not doing for me what you want. But mm-hmm. like back and forth, back and forth. We had to stop and really take in the situation like, well, we kind of want the same things. Mm-hmm. It's just we got to balance how we give that thing to each other in order to make sure that we're meeting those things we even ended up actually doing our what do you call it the love Love language language, test over again they turned out to be the same i think mine was still the same but i believe in the season that we're in we want the same things just differently and so um it it turned out great It, it things are good i'm 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 happy guys right yeah that's crazy man like you would think Going all these years, like we'd be good, but man, it felt like we had to take steps backwards because in our culture, and this is where I'll say not getting marriage um counseling, is that we call it, or mm-hmm. doing therapy before can um be detrimental to to marriages when it especially when it comes to communicating. Mm-hmm. I, I, and that's that's where like I I kind of fell off. And I I apologize for that. And what about the kids too? Like, do you think your responsibilities as a mother, like kind of Trump made a trumped wife? I think for, okay. Well also I don't really know how to be a mom and I really didn't know how to be a wife. And so because I became a, a mother so quickly after becoming a wife, I don't think I really learned the balance of how to fully be a wife, especially too, because in the back of our minds, in the back of my mind, actually, I looked at you like my friend still. Right. So it like I expected you to just understand, like, this is something I have to do. But we're friends. We're good. We laugh. We're we're not arguing because we don't argue. You know what I mean? And and so when we get to those awkward times, it's usually just like crack a joke and we're good again. You know what I mean? So I think then having these kids with their allergies and just with so many things around them. I did take on a lot of responsibility for that. And I I do invest a lot of my time in that. 
Because in my head, I'm like, well, if I don't do it, who's going to do it? Like Mm -hmm. they actually cannot take care of themselves and they actually have severe needs that need to be attended Mm to. Granted, I'm looking at you like you're a man. Like you can actually go to the kitchen and make a sandwich. These kids can't make (laughs) cereal. if They they can't even pour juice if they wanted to. And it's not because I don't want to help you and I don't want to be there for you and be the wife for you. It's just in my head how I was looking at it was like, you understand, like, they can't do it. I got to be there for them. And so um, I think that's kind of how I was going mm-hmm. about it. But then I think you sent me a clip on Instagram recently. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I can't remember. The I said, do with this as you please. Like, what was that clip about? I can't remember what it was yeah. about. I just remember what I said. <laughs> okay, but it was something of the li- something of the sorts of, like, a wife take, like, being the person that her husband needs her to be, like, be of service. That's what you're here for type thing. And the way she said it was so eloquent and I, I took it in and I received it and I understand it. And that is definitely the person I want to be for you. And mm-hmm. I, and I feel like I'm doing better at it. And here's the thing too. I didn't know I wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I was stepping into it. Like you can make your own sandwich. You can do your own lunch. It wasn't that in my head. I feel like I was doing it, but I just wasn't doing it at the level that you needed it yeah. or for it to be responsive, like responded to well. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it's like not understanding a person's love language. If you don't know what it is and you're showing them love in so many different ways, that's not how they receive it. They will never, ever think yeah. you're loving them. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so I think us talking, honestly, it sounds so redundant, but communication is literally everything. everything. It, <laughs> everything. it makes a difference. It is so crazy. Just having a simple conversation can change the world. <laughs> and so yeah. I'm communicating and leaving that situation with complete understanding. Yeah. Like, that is the difference, That's man. It. Like, because after that fight that we got into mm-hmm. the other day, I understood you more than I ever did. And what I took from what I took from that was, before getting married, I said, you know what? Let me make sure I'm good, because if I'm good, then she's good, mm-hmm. right? But now being married, I realize that when I wake up in the morning, first thing... I do or try to do now, so I'm working to do this every single day is how can I make Nikki's world better? Like, yo, how can, how can I, how can I, how, what can I add to your world today? So you might, you probably didn't even read it yet, but in the thing, in the journal, this is the only time you're we're not talking supposed about to this. talk yeah, but this about is the only time this. we're talking about this guys. Okay. <laughs> but it just makes sense. In the journal, the last thing I end with is what can I do for you today? Like, and it's, and it's, and it's that, those things. The other day you even asked, you were just like, yeah, you know, I was, I was sick. I told you my head was hurting. I didn't eat all that stuff. And you didn't even ask me for food. Cause for some reason in my head, I was just like, oh, Nikki got it, man. She's a super mom. She knows what to, she knows this, she knows that. But sometimes you just need me to be that person. Like, yeah, well, how are you, babe? What do mm-hmm. you need right now? Mm-hmm. Right. And it not be about me saying, all right, yo, I know, well, babe needs money. Oh, baby needs a platform, so I'm just gonna go here and mm-hmm. grind in this and do this and do that. So when I do that, I know she's gonna be good. Mm-mm. It's what do you actually need, mm-hmm. right? So that's what I think um, will make a big difference in marriages if we are dedicated to each, each other. That's right, right? That and, and, and that's what yeah. it is. Like I'm dedicated to you, and I'm gonna make sure that I can make you the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Whatever I gotta do for you to like operate in your full at your full potential to your best like make whatever makes you happy that's what i'm gonna do and um you just have to know and understand that if you don't then you'll be doing <laughs> like like my cousin said on our podcast the right things wrong yeah right? yeah <laughs> like, exactly exactly and another thing is also leaving that conversation understanding each other but also um 
when you're having the conversation, listen to understand and not mm-hmm. listen to respond. Mm-hmm. I find that sometimes he could be talking to me and I just want to clap back. Like, I just want to say something. I just want to say something mm-hmm. and vice versa mm-hmm. when it's just like, just listen Listen to what listening. I'm saying, yeah, you know, <laughs> listen, you will clearly hear yeah. what I'm trying to express if you just stop talking for a second and listen. So that's also very important when trying to get your message across. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But how are you feeling overall these days? Overall, I'm, 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 I'm good. Like I tell you all the time, man, yo, broken in love. I know, <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> like, and it's a little joke that we have because, you know, we're not where we were before but I mean, at the end of the day, for it changed nothing. I still love you with everything that I got, man. Love you too, You're baby. still the woman of my dreams. Nothing will ever change that. And I still want to make sure, like, yo, I'm the man of your dreams every single day. So when I go to sleep, I wake up. It's a new day, mm-hmm. and I just gotta be that guy all over again. And I'll do that for you, cause I love you that much. And I'm, I'm just excited to be on this road and this journey with you. You guys already know what time it is, man. Like, that's the end of the show. How do you feel? I'm <laughs> feeling great. I'm happy. I love you. You're my best friend in the whole entire world. Everybody know that. And I'm going to keep working for you and mm-hmm. keep doing everything you need me Girl, to do. Girl, don't love say you, that, honey. man. Don't say that because we about to do something. Oh, no. <laughs> but you guys already know, man. You already know what time it is. It's your boy, Dean. And your girl, Nikki. And we're challenging you to choose purpose over fear today, man. Whatever is holding you back, whatever you're afraid to do, I challenge you to go out and and hit it head on man you got this we're counting on you we're depending on you and always remember that there's an entire audience out there waiting on your yes so we challenge you to choose purpose over fear when today you already know what time it is we out peace